We're back. The Golf Insiders in the house. Holly G along with Will Perry. And um, we're going to bring in our local man about town. The one, the only Jeff Babineau from Golf Week. Hey, Babs. Ian, Will, how are you guys doing this evening? Fantastic now that you're here. <laughs> golf clap, golf clap. Hey, there's uh, been some Arnie news floating around um, Orlando, Babs, that uh, they may be considering renaming the 408, the Arnold Palmer Way. Is this true? That's what I'm reading. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, I when I head to work uh, at our offices down near Metro West, I go down Arnold Palmer Boulevard and get Arnold Palmer Hospital and... Uh, at the Arnold Palmer Airport up in Latrobe. There, there's a lot of things named after him, as there should be. So, uh, he was a great guy. really uh, changed and, and impacted a lot of lives. Well, another thing that's been going around, which I think would be an absolute great idea, is to use Arnie's silhouette in the PGA logo. That's been, that's been going around the Internet the last couple of weeks. What do you think about that? That'd be cool. I mean, I, I guess you could use that corks corkscrew follow through <laughs> right. you know as, as your logo i'd be cool for sure and you know everybody every player that tees it up today a lot of these young kids uh some of them got to spend some time with arnie but a lot of them didn't uh, i hope we see them all in march at bay hill i mean i i wrote a column last week that every one of these guys should be at bay hill and should donate half their winnings to the arnold palmer hospital oh i love that you know, how cool would that be every top 100 player in the world ought to be there Hopefully they will, and, uh, you know, so his impact is going to be something you're going to feel, you know, his legacy, even with him gone, you're still going to feel it for years and years to come. Absolutely. So um, we've got um, second stage of the 2016-2017 season. Still trying to get used to that, (laughs) as we all are. First stage, yeah, first stage, second stage, third stage, fourth quarter. (laughs) Exactly. And, uh, hey, my Bills have a winning record, but I digress. Ah, Um, they do. uh, So, Malaysia, have you been there? I have not been to Malaysia, no. Uh, Good, you know, pretty good field this week. Some guys we haven't seen yet. Patrick Reed's playing, uh, Adam Scott. Um, You know, it it helps these guys to get a good finish or get a good, you know, if you can get a win under your belt in these uh, fall series events, it's huge. I wrote a note today, you know, Brendan Steele winning last week at the Safeway. The last three guys that have won that event during the wraparound season have made it to the tour championship. So it's big. You know, it gets you out to a fast start. You're in a, at Augusta. Uh, you're in the majors. I mean, all kinds of good things can happen. So, uh, you know, it's a good field this week. They stay over and play another one in Asia next week in China. And next year they're going to add another stop in South Korea. So uh, we're going to have three Asia tournaments this time of year and, and uh, you know, lots of money for those guys to go over there and play for Paul Casey, now the world's 12th-ranked player, comes in with four consecutive top-five finishes. Will picked him to uh, win last week. Uh, just fell shy, but, hey, when's he going to break well, through? Hey, man, you know, I, you know, four starts, last four starts, $2.5 million. So Woo! that's not too shabby. Bills. You know, not too bad, but the thing is, no trophies. I mean, that's the thing. It's hard to win, you know, no trophies out of that stretch, and, Here's Paul Casey making his 198th tour start this week in Malaysia, and he has one victory at 2009 in Houston. Kind so of surprising, I, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. It is crazy, but it just shows you how tough it is to win out there, and the depth of fields gets deeper and deeper and for all, all over the globe. And 
you know, Paul Casey, one tour win, that just doesn't make sense. When you hear those these guys, you know, even the likes of Jason Day talk about it every week about just, you know, putting yourself in position, you know, to have the opportunity to win on Sunday. You know, they, they don't take that lightly. No, and, and then you have to do something when you get there. I think Brendan Steele learned that last year. He was in the lead at Safeway and shot 40 on the back nine, shot 76 on Sunday and faded away. And this time around he was in position and knew he had to keep his foot on the pedal. I mean, that's when you have to play – some of your best golf and not just sit back and protect. So uh, it's pretty cool that year over year, the lesson he learned and how he was able to finish it out on Sunday with a great round. And, and that's the deal. I mean, it's, it's all about putting yourself in position with a chance on Sunday and then doing something once you have that chance. Some uh, big news with the LPGA. Carlotta Segunda wins her first LPGA event, the Hanna Bank Championship. The Spaniard, uh, 26 years old, uh, you know, has been overdue, I think, to break through. Yeah, good player for Solheim Cups. We see her in there. But, uh, you know, again, it's tough to win there, too. It's tough to win anywhere. You know, I, I just don't take it lightly. Uh, any tour I see somebody winning, I appreciate it. Well, you've got, uh, you know, you've got Lydia Ko and Arya Jutanyagarn fighting for the CME right. Cup. What I think they're about right. 72 points apart. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they pile up a lot of wins, those two this year. They've had great years, and and, uh, but anywhere in the world you can win, it's just huge. You know, Alex Norin winning three of the, his last eight starts on the European Tour. I don't care where somebody's winning. If they're winning, it's big, and it, it gets you to that next level. And so for, like, Colada Saganda uh, to, to win out there, it's big, and, and it puts you in a new level, and now you, you try and make something uh, bigger out of your career from there. And then the Champions Tour, you got Doug Garwood edging out yeah. the uh, Man of Steel. <laughs> Doug, I mean, there's a guy, i got to be honest, I know very little about Doug Garwood. I don't think anyone does. One of those guys, you know, what, you know, the, the Champions Tour, PGA Tour Champions, gives us those guys once in a while that show up out there that you might not have known about in the, you know, the previous PGA Tour life. He didn't play out there in the PGA Tour, but it's a guy who just loved golf, kept plugging away. He knew he could make a living out there in the Champions Tour, but uh, – didn't know if he could win, but there he is Sunday with a big win. And yeah, shoot, 64 to, to beat out the Germinator, Bernhard yeah. Longer. I mean, you know, yeah. that's a tough win. Well, you paired on Sunday with two Masters champions, so it's easy to kind of get uh, kind of lost there. You, it's tough. So you got to kind of work up that confidence and feel you belong. Guys like Mike Goodis and through the years, Larry Loretti and Dana Quigley out there and who, who made a big uh, – big hayride out of that second chance at life when you turn 50 well and we were talking earlier about davis love the third getting into the hall of fame of course david davis winning in every single decade that he's played including you know recently at the Wyndham at age 50 your thoughts on uh, his getting into the hall of fame yeah i thought it was good i mean he's been a great ambassador i mean you, you get some points for just being a great ambassador for the game as well as your accomplishments and uh, I actually was part of the selection committee. It was kind of a neat process. I mean, uh, I'm looking down one end of the table, and there's uh, in, in, in a row you had Hanukkah, Jack Nicholas, uh, Tim Fincham, Gary Player, and Nancy Lopez. So you look at that crew, and you're like, who deserves to be with these these guys? You wow. Know? And, uh, it's a pretty powerful group. And uh, Davis Love, I think, deserves it. He, he had a, a level of excellence in his game for a lot of years, you know, a lot of years in the top ten out there on the money list. and 
you know, he did get his major. He won a couple players. And I thought the whole class was terrific, honestly. Uh, yeah. Meg Mallon and Lorena Ochoa get in there and uh, Ian Woosnam and then uh, Henry Longhurst. So uh, I, I thought it was just a really cool class. Yeah, pretty um, pretty great when those journalists get in there uh, to represent us. <laughs> you know, many who, of us are going to be getting in there. Who, who knows, Babs, <laughs> um, you know, maybe we'll be saying your name down the road. Yeah, I'm just trying to get into the Oviedo City Hall of Fame. <laughs> what, what, I'm curious, what would your speech consist of? You know, what oh, what would speech? be a couple of bullets you would throw in there? Oh, boy, wow. Having found his way on the Golf Insiders. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> or lost, lost your way on the Golf Insiders. You guys would definitely be up there high in my speech. I know that. That's Fantastic. Know. I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable behind a keyboard than I am behind a microphone, so it'd probably be pretty brief. Um, I'm sorry my Bills beat your Patriots the other day, but um, uh, on that note, I will say sayonara, and thanks as oh, yeah, always, sure. Mr. Babs. On that one. We'll see you again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff Babineau. Check him out, golfweek.com and Golf Week Magazine, one of the best in our business. You're listening to 96.9 The Game, the Golf Insiders. Stay with us. More golf talk coming up.